giving honor to our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to our assistant pastor, Pastor Terry Minor, to all of my priest brethren, to Reverend Pulpit, Reverend Shoemate, and to all of my other brothers, and to you, the body of Christ, and all of the members and visitors, if there be any here. It's just good to be in the house of the Lord. I think I'll say that again. I don't know how your day or your week has been, but I'm like the psalmist. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And last but not least, to our Pastor Emeritus, whom we love and whom the Lord loves, to his lovely wife, our First Lady, Sister Twyman. It's good to see you here. And I know that for 41 years, I don't know about the other years, toward the 101 years, the other two pastors, but I know this pastor, God has endured and blessed him for 41 years to lead this flock. And nobody, nobody has a burden for Macedonia like Pastor Twyman. He may not say it, but you got to know it. For to put up with the likes of us, for 41 years, God had to send him. In fact, let me go a step further. God had to make him. And he broke him before he made him the pastor that he is. And so we give glory and honor to you, Pastor Twyman and Sister Twyman, for his help me. Lord, sure enough, knew what he was doing when he made Eve, and he didn't make Steve. For those of us who have your Bibles, uh, and I want to thank the choir for their singing voices, and the song that they just sung, they had no way of knowing what I was going to preach about. But God did. And I don't know about you, but I needed to hear that. From the Gospel according to Luke, 17th chapter, beginning at the 11th verse. The Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter and the beginning at the 11th verse. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, 
there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that returneth to give glory unto God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. That's enough. And for a few moments, I want to talk to us about the subject of being grateful enough to say thank you. Being grateful enough to say thank you. We are living in a world that's been created and sustained by God. And it's a beautiful world. Yet it is an ungrateful, unthankful, and unholy world. A world where in times past, God has whispered to us as his sheep, don't stray away too far, come back. But God is not whispering to this tone-deaf world anymore. If you don't believe it, look at our world. God is shouting, no longer whispering. And he's telling this tone-deaf world and man that he created, you've gone too far, and I ain't having it. Let me say that again. God is telling this world, you have gone too far. We live in a world where people are made in the image of God who would rather not hear any word from God. A people who would rather believe a lie than to believe the truth. We're living in a world before our very eyes that where same-sex marriages are the law. Putting past men 
are wearing Mr. Pudding Pie. And Juicy Judy is marrying Lacey Tracy. Well, it, it may be man's law, but I need to tell you, Macedonia, that, that God is never going to wink or blink at you or I being outside of his will. We're out of divine order. And then we got some fools that have the nerve that want to stand in God's house and perform the marriage ceremony. There is no marriage of man and woman. And God ain't going to wink or blink at it. <clears throat> I would that if you would take one thing from this message, I would to God that we'd do less complaining about what we don't have and more thankful and more grateful for what we do have. God isn't asleep. He knows our every need. And there is the difference between our need and our want. Grateful, look it up in your dictionary. Grateful means being appreciative for what we have, not for what we want. You do know that sometimes you can want something that's not good for you. Gratefulness, used interchangeably, is a warm and deep appreciation for kindness Receive whether you deserved it or not, and we don't deserve it. Gratitude and, and thankfulness and, and thanksgiving is, is not a, a just a holiday for the Christian. Thanksgiving is our response to God's goodness and His grace with gratitude, and it happens only in the heart. And on the surface, this passage seems to be considered on ten patients. The Bible says men, but they were sick. They were diseased. Ten morally contaminated men who have been isolated from their families and all others whose lower face had to be covered and they had to shout, unclean, unclean. Leprosy is a disease which attack the skin, the nerves and the eyes, boils and scaly scabs and, and ulcers. And in fact, Jews considered leprosy to be a punishment for some specific sin or a mark of God's displeasure. And here we have Jesus who was on his way to Jerusalem to eat the last Passover and die for sinners like you and I. And yet, 
I just, I just believe that he intentionally went by these two border towns of Samaria where the Samaritans were hated people and his own, the, the Jewish people. And I just believe he intentionally went that way because he knew that those ten men there needed saved. And I just believe they weren't the only ten there that needed a word from God. And even though he was on his way to die for, for you and I's sins, I want us to see the compassion and the character of the God we serve. Anybody else would have been going somewhere else and going another way. And, and, and going through Samaria was the shortest route. But the Jews would avoid it because they wanted to avoid any confrontation with the Samaritans whom they hated. Ten lepers who were obeying the law of leprosy, who stood afar off obeying the law, shouted with the top of their voices, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, the word master kind of stumped me there, but then I looked and asked God for a meaning. Uh, the, the, the context of master here means simply that, that, that one who has the power to meet needs. And somebody here, he has met your every need. And yet, you won't tell him thank you. But the context of master for us as Christians means he who has the position in our lives, our priorities, and our decisions. There ought not be a decision. There ought not be a higher priority in our lives. We, 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 we and without consulting and looking to God. And I just happen to know for, for, for myself that, that even, even when I make the, the wrong decisions, as long as I have talked to him about it first, he's still there to help me from the stupid things that I do. These ten lepers no doubt had heard about Jesus' miracles and, and his healing. And Jesus can only be master and lord of your life when you do the very things that he says. Let me put some Bible on it. Luke 6, 46 says, why call me Lord and, 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 and you won't do what I say? Second Corinthians 12 and, and 3 says simply no man can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. Did you get that? 
Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. The record declares that, that, that when, when, when Jesus saw them, he said, go and show yourself to the priest. And as, as they obeyed, as they took God at his word, they, the, the record says they were cleansed. Now, you need to know that only the priest could declare them clean or unclean. But only Christ has the cure. I say that only Christ has the cure. God, Macedonia, has indeed blessed America above every nation in this world. But America has gotten careless. Amen? And, and, and living outside of the will of God. In fact, he has given this nation over 200 years to stop the bitter hatred. Stop the bloodshed and the killing. Stop your inhumanity to the poor, the downtrodden, amen, and the helpless in this world. You do know that God has worse things than leprosy in his treasure. You do know that he has more than one Nebuchadnezzar. And you do know, if you don't, you know now, he's got things in, in his treasury worse than COVID-19. Can I have a real moment? I know Thanksgiving is a few days away. Time for fun and food and, and to gather with, with family. But, but, but I, I don't know about you, but, but, but for James O'Rear, every day is a day of Thanksgiving. I, I, I'm ever mindful that, that, that Jesus has done so much for me. That, 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 that I, I can never, ever repay him for what he's done. So from my heart to God's heart is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for how you bought me. Thank you for how you've taught me. Thank you for how time after time you keep pulling me through. Oh, praise his holy name. I, I know I'm not worthy. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for your power. Thank you for your provision. Thank you, most of all, Lord, for your very presence in my life. We spend, we spend so much time complaining about one thing or another. We complain about what we don't have instead of thanking the master for all that we do have. We complain about things we can't change. 
instead of changing the things that we can. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 wish, it, I wish it would stop snowing. Uh, 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 it, it needs to, to stop, stop raining. Well, tell me, can you make it stop, the snow stop falling? Can you or I cause the rain to stop? Can you change the seasons in this world? Will it be always summer and never winter? Can you cure cancer? Have you, you, do you have the cure for leprosy? Yeah. Can, 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 can you stop COVID-19? In fact, while I'm there, can you do dialysis for me? while I go on vacation. Ten men who were outspoken in prayer, but only one was outspoken in praise. Amen. Ten, ten, ten men who were glad to be cleansed, but only one who was grateful. Ten men were healed, but only one, and he was a hated Samaritan, only one felt the need to turn back and thank God for healing him. Every one of them had surface faith, but only one of them had saving faith. And as I close, Macedonia, I need to tell you, that the biggest trouble that you and I can ever have is when God loves us and you refuse to love him back. You need to look within and see if you were one of the nine who didn't come back and say, Lord, thank you for the parents that you gave me. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for my wife. And thank you, Lord, for that husband. Thank you, Lord, for, for my friend, for my teacher, and for the doctor that you give him. Oh, no, doctors don't know everything. But we got a God who knows and can do anything. And some folks, some folks are so ungrateful. They won't tell anybody, thank you. And Jesus simply said, didn't I heal ten men? But I see only one. Where, where are the nine? Somebody here went to Jesus when you were trying to raise children. And now they are grown up. And neither you nor they have been back to say, thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. Somebody here needed a job. And God opened the door. And now you work overtime all the time, but you don't have any time for God. Somebody here wanted to, amen, buy a house. And you went to God's house. And now you're living in your house. But you haven't been back to God's house to tell him thank you. Yes, sir. 
Is there any, any, anybody here besides James O'Rear who's been shown up sick and at the door of death? And you ask the Lord to, to heal your body. And now you're up and doing well, and you haven't told the Lord thank you. Somebody here been praying, and you haven't got an answer. Well, I need to tell you, you need to keep asking until you get a yes. Or ask God to give you the grace to live with his no. You do know he has the right to say yes and no. You do know he sometimes tells us to wait. He didn't tell us that he was a Burger King God, but he said sometimes I want you to wait. You want to tell God about your degrees, your awards, your medals, all you have accomplished. Well, I got news for you, Macedonia. God doesn't need your resume. He needs your yes. Yes to his will. When I'm asked to do anything for the master, it's yes, Lord. And I need to tell you, before you fix your lips to say no to God, you need to try counting his yeses to you. You need to be grateful enough to say, thank you, Lord. I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you've been crying long enough. You've been worried long enough. You've been struggling long enough. Amen. You've been knocked down, but God wouldn't let them knock you out. So get back up. Get in the fight. God got your back. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. If you got life, you can begin again. Amen. Rock bottom don't mean nothing to God. God made the rock. Amen. And there's so many, so many wonderful things about Jesus. Jesus is the rock. And this rock, amen, came down through 40 and two generations. Healing the sick. Amen. Giving sight to the blind and raising the dead. And he was marched from judgment hall to judgment hall just for you and I. He was lied on, falsely accused. Just for you and I. Amen. And out on a hill called Calvary. He was nailed to an old rugged cross. With a crown of thorns placed on his head. He was pierced in his, in his side. Amen. Just for you and me. And he hung his head. I said he hung his head. And he died. I said he died. He died. Amen. And the blood came streaming down. Amen. They buried him in a borrowed tomb. And he stayed dead. 
all night Friday. Amen. And all day Saturday. And all Saturday night. Amen. But I said, but, and the world was rocking and reeling just like it is today. They say, we got that old imposter at last. That's the end of the story. But no, no, that ain't the end of this story. Because early, I said early, early, early Sunday morning, amen, he got up, stood out on resurrection ground and declared, I am he who once was dead and now I'm alive forevermore. His name is J-E-S-U-S. Jesus, the Lamb of God. Jesus, Mary's baby. Jesus, our soon coming king and king of kings. Somebody here ought to be grateful that he's given you another day. God is more than a God of second chances. God has given us a chance even right now to tell him thank you for all he's done.